0: Welcome to the Only One-Shot Golf Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Gallagher, Jr. Special thanks to Steve Azar for allowing us to use his music. You can find Steve on steveazar.com. Don't forget to subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate uh, you listening today and these past two seasons, and we're now in Season 3. Today, I have the junior from the University of Tennessee men's golf team, Spencer Cross. Grew up in Sevierville, Tennessee. Has really improved uh, every year at the University of Tennessee. He's been one of the big... Uh, Contributors won the Most Valuable Player Award uh, last season. And we're looking forward to get uh, to know Spencer a little bit better and and let you all get to know him a little bit better. So let's get Spencer on the phone. All right, it's my pleasure to welcome my good friend Spencer Cross. He's a junior at the University of Tennessee on the men's golf team. Spencer, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, Jim, thanks for having me today. I appreciate
0: it. Yeah, I remember, I know you do. We talked about it when I saw you last fall. remember meeting you on the driving range. I was playing with Ricky Gregg and – there's just skinny little kids that they're busting balls about 320 down the middle of the driving range. And he says, I'm going to Tennessee. Were you always a Tennessee fan growing up or cause you almost have I was. to be. Uh,
1: it's always been a, a pretty big school of mine that I've wanted to attend. Um, obviously you got the, you got the football team and you got the environment um, that is kind of hard to uh, hard to beat. And uh, once I got the offer to, come play at Tennessee. It's kind of hard to turn down.
0: Yeah. Who got you started playing? Uh, It's usually a family member, but who got you started and who were some of your early influences when you started playing?
1: Uh, I got into it at a pretty young age. My dad and my grandfather were very influential in in my golf game and uh, just kind of learned from them. Um, Just got basic tips and just worked on my game. Um, Just fundamentally for I don't know, eight years until I was about 11 years old. And uh, once I got to 11, I started taking lessons from the club club pro at uh, Gallenberg Golf Course.
0: What were those lessons like when you first, you kind of, you fell in love with it, but what were those first uh, lessons like when you started getting your own instructor? What were those like for you?
1: Uh, They were good. They were just, like I said, kind of fundamentally um, just learning the basics about the golf swing. Um, And I still use those lessons today when I'm out on the range working on my game um, because that's what it tends to come down to, with, especially with my golf swing. It's pretty it's pretty old school, and I try not to get too technical with my golf swing. So mainly just working on setup and making sure that my setup's good, I'm not moving my head, and just ball position. Just little things like that um, have been a part of my game and a part of my process since I was really young. so
0: you know, That's a great point because I think so many people get caught up in the technology and the track men and everything. How do you not fall into that gap? Because you all have access to that. How do you not fall into all that and, and get bogged down in the tech, technical stuff of it and still keep your uh, natural roots, just your basic setup? You got to start there.
1: Yeah, we do have a lot of access to a lot of great equipment and I'm very blessed to have those things here at the University of Tennessee. Um, and it is difficult not to get into those things and get too caught up on mechanics and the numbers on TrackMan and all that stuff. But it's, I've come to realize, especially in my four years here at school, that in order for my game to be as solid as it possibly can, I've got to stick to the things that work for me, which are just sticking to the basics and just mainly focusing on one swing thought um, while I'm playing golf and while I'm on the range. Uh, Bo Andrews and I, my assistant coach, we uh, since him and Webb came into school, we started working together and just kind of having one single thought and working on that thought for the past three years has kind of added to my success on the golf course.
0: Man, that's so good. That's so smart. That That's such a big help because I think we, we all get blocked down. We're always looking for ways to get better. But let's go back to junior golf. Uh, I just know from just in the past years, how great a job uh, Tennessee has uh, in their junior programs and so many competitive players. What was that like growing up against so many good players? That had to help uh, you as you continued to grow as a player.
1: Definitely. Tennessee um, junior golfers, whenever I was growing up, and it still is, um, one of the best states to play junior golf. There's always good competition. Um, and the PGA and the PGF does a great job. Um putting tournaments together and getting good fields out for players at all levels. And, uh, just growing up playing the SNEDs events and, uh, playing the TGA, I was able to compete with some great players and they've turned out to be some of my, some of my great friends. And, um, just very blessed to be a part of that and just started out playing junior golf in Bristol, Tennessee. My grandparents are from there. So most of the tournaments that I was playing in were up in the Tri-Cities area. So I got got some exposure some, to some great players up there like uh, William Nottingham, Chase Roswell, some of those guys, and we still keep in touch. Obviously, Chase is playing golf with me here at Tennessee, so we've become really, really good friends and been able to help each other with our games and throughout life. So this, from a junior golf standpoint, not only is it a, a great way to get into the game, but you make friendships and relationships with people that are going to last a really
0: long time. Oh, that's so true. But did you play other sports growing up? Were they part of your life as well?
1: I did. Yeah. I grew up playing basketball, really loved playing basketball. My, my sister played, um, for a while. So we were always pretty competitive at that. Um, and I played baseball growing up as well. Um, I quit both of those sports, uh, my freshman year of high school, played tennis a little bit in high school too. Um, but yeah, just I've always been been into sports and been pretty competitive. So I kind of once I realized that I wanted to play golf at Tennessee and at a Division one college, I kind of kind of put most of my effort into that and uh, just focused on that.
0: How did those other sports help you as far as uh, you know? Just growing up, I guess there's different ways, mechanics and all that, but that also helps you with the team atmosphere as well.
1: Exactly. Yes, the uh, the team atmosphere was huge. Um, learning how to work as a team is one of the best ways to not only improve yourself, but improve others as well. Um, so, growing up playing basketball and playing baseball, is able to learn how to work with other people and learn how to work as a team because that's the only way that you're going to be able to win. Obviously, in the sports, it's a lot different than playing golf, especially growing up until you get to college of golf. It's There's not a whole lot of team aspect going on. It's a lot of individual stuff and just, when I got to school, I was able to, some of the things in growing up helped me learn how to work with the team, but when I got to school at Tennessee, it was a completely different atmosphere than I'd ever been a part of in terms of what it means to be a team, and I was I was able to be a part of a great team my freshman year, and then obviously it got bigger um, when Webb and Bo came in, and just kind of had to learn how to adapt to that and I was part of all leaders which was a leadership program that has helped me a long ways um and helped me become the person who can help others and help my teammates along the way
0: that's got to help you in life whether you you know whether you turn pro or whether you're just in business just because it's all about leadership and I do I, I, watch so many other sports and they talk about, you know, when they're recruiting kids, they want kids that played team sports. And that's the hard part, I think, for, for golfers, because to be great, you have to be an individual, you have to be a little selfish. And then now you go to college and you're kind of in that team uh, kind of atmosphere and you got to play as a team. And that's the hard part, and, I, and we'll get into that in a minute. But, uh, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, you were going out there, you were getting recruited, but you choose Tennessee. Why did you pick Tennessee.
1: I I believe Tennessee was the best place that I can not only improve my game, but improve who I am as a person. Um, This school has got some amazing people to work with. The athletic department, there's trainers, there's nutritionists. You got everything you need here at school to be the best that you can be. Um, It's easy. It's it's super easy to be personal with a lot of people. at this university, and I think I saw that whenever I first came here on my first visit. Um, the facilities, the people, everything you have here is just top notch. And I think the biggest reason that I chose to come here was because it set me up for the for the best opportunity to improve my game and turn pro eventually and make it onto the PGA Tour.
0: Yeah, I just uh, I agree, and it's so much better now. Even when I was in school, it was just something about the atmosphere. I remember and you don't remember because you weren't around, you even born in those days, but when Tennessee was, you know, Johnny Majors was coaching, and they were playing Army. Army hadn't won a game in years. And there's, at that time, 90,000 people screaming and crazy, and I'd gone to Notre Dame games my whole life, and I'm thinking, I want to be part of this. And, and you're yeah. right, it goes all the way through the athletic department, but you got an incredible practice facility. Uh, tell us about that facility and what that, how that's helped you.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've got, We've got a brand new clubhouse with uh, state-of-the-art equipment. I mean, we've got track man's, we've got an indoor hitting bay, um, virtual putting green, uh, study area, nice locked room. We've got all we need within our clubhouse to make us better. But not only that, we've got we've got a huge range. We've got three practice holes and all the, we've got a bent and Bermuda green to get better there as well. So um, there's so many opportunities on this piece of property to get better at your game and we've got a great grounds crew who always has the greens rolling perfectly and tries they set it up in a way that we can prepare for the next tournament we're heading to so i mean you can't really get much better than what we have here and it's just a great opportunity to get better at your
0: game yeah the views are incredible i remember we're going in there and i i teased you all when i was in there a couple years ago that i'd even practice because i wasn't much into practicing (laughs) i love to play but uh, let's go back. You, you mentioned your freshman year. You all had a solid freshman year. What were some of the challenges and adjustments you had to make? Uh, you know, you, you're in high school and you, you leave home for the first time, and a lot of our listeners are getting ready to do that or are already there. What You know, what were some of those challenges and adjustments you had to make your freshman year?
1: I'd say the biggest thing was just time management, just mm-hmm. getting used to the comfortable. Um, early morning workouts and then going straight to your 8 a.m. class, you got to – you got to be disciplined, um, very, very disciplined throughout your day, and just just along the way while you're doing it, I think the biggest thing is just being grateful for what you do have, especially at the University of Tennessee. You have all these advantages and all these people that are willing to help you, and as a student athlete, you need to get caught up in your sport, get caught up in what's going on because you're constantly busy, but in order to have the most success that you can possibly have you gotta be appreciative for what you do have um because you're only here for four years and it goes by really fast so you just gotta you gotta go at it day by day and just have the greatest outlook that you can possibly have on it
0: well that's such a great attitude i mean that's what makes you great that's what makes you a great player and a a good person is that same attitude but you you know you've mentioned we were talking about playing as an individual and i covered uh the southwestern intercollegiate and pepperdine has a really pretty deep team and they had individuals playing a lot of time coaches if they're hosting a tournament they'll bring an individual but they had their guys finish second and third what and you've played as an individual and had success what is the different mindset when you play as an individual at a college event versus on a team is there less pressure are you trying to prove a point what are those uh, emotions and kind of the feelings you have when you're playing as an individual
1: I would say there is a little bit less pressure just because your your score obviously isn't counting for, for those five scores with the team score. But ultimately it's an honor to have that sixth spot and to be able to play as an individual because from that point on you're able to show the skills that you do have and if you are able to take advantage of that opportunity and just keep on working hard and grinding for that spot. Um, eventually it can lead into that team spot and I was playing the six man for pretty much my whole entire junior year um, or sophomore year and I learned a lot of valuable lessons and it's not only is it good to be out there and you're learning learning to play your game by yourself but you're also traveling with the team you're doing all the team aspect things so you're, you're getting an idea of what it's like to be on the road and Just being around the team is just a great opportunity to just learn about yourself and learn what it takes to be in that top
0: five. Yeah, it's a valuable lesson because you don't get that sitting at home. But how frustrating, and you've done it. I mean, we've all kind of sat there. When you're not playing and you're sitting at home, qualifying's are tough. And and you guys have got a great team and a deep team. And the same thing, you go into qualifying and you get out there, all of a sudden you have to stay home. Or I even talked about it uh, when we were covering the tournament. You've got to play against your roommate. Uh, and one makes it and one doesn't. That has to be pretty tough emotionally uh, for both of you or for everybody going through that process, doesn't it?
1: It is. It is very difficult. Um, but that's the great thing about the team that we have. Um, we Each and every one of us know how competitive it is. How competitive it is. And, I mean, it, it's part of the deal. And when you've got a deep team like we do, um, not only is it difficult to stay at home, but you realize that you're getting better in these qualifiers. These qualifiers mm-hmm. aren't these these qualifiers aren't easy to make it through. So you're you're competing against some really really solid players, and then just going about it and looking at it the correct way uh, is is essential to what you're going to do in the future. Um, this in one tournament isn't the end of the world, even though it may seem like it at the time. Um, because I've definitely I've definitely felt that, but in the long run, it's 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 beneficial for in many aspects, and it's going to help you and help your game uh, in the future.
0: Yeah, how does you know you've you've probably hit on it? But team chemistry—it's not forced. It's not you—you you can't make it up. It has to come naturally. Are those are the things that that you just mentioned. Or even trying to have play for a common goal. Or those are the things that help create create that chemistry even though it's a team sport but you play as an individual that's the hard part and i don't think people unless they play college golf or golf in general understand that cuz it's it it's hard i think that's what struggled for years with the usa team and the ryder cup is getting that chemistry i think they're starting to get it together europe's at it uh chemistry does it comes natural doesn't it it does come natural and it's something that it, it comes natural but there are things
1: that you have to work on that. I think the biggest thing is uh, the communication part. And we we do a great job. We have great leadership um, within our team and within our coaches to set these standards for what it takes to be a, one of the best teams in the country. And we, we work on that every single day. So the, the team chemistry is, comes easy for us. We, we have a bunch of great guys from all over the world, obviously, but we're all. Whenever you're chasing the same goal, like we are here to win a national championship and be the best team in the country, it, it comes easy and it's really fun to do with your teammates.
0: Yeah, you mentioned Coach Webb; he takes over kind of the middle in your career, and you guys win the first event of, of his uh, coaching debut against one of the arguably one of the best fields, other than the NCAA's and the SECs. What was that like for y'all to finally get that? Not finally, but get that success and kind of get the ball rolling? Because you went on a magical run there that year.
1: Yes, yeah, that was the beginning of a great start uh, and a new era for Tennessee Golf. And uh, we've kind of built off that throughout the years. We set a new standard, obviously, that day for what Tennessee Golf means and who we are. Um, So winning that event got us rolling and really showed how how solid we are as a group and how talented we are um, as players. And that just gave us the confidence to keep rolling off that and uh, ultimate, ultimately become the third team in the country to where we are right now, um, which we're help, hoping to build on in uh, this semester um, as we get started back up in Gainesville next week, in a couple
0: ha- weeks. What has uh, Coach Webb brought to the table? And then we're going to ask about Bo, because I know you, you mentioned him earlier. What has he brought to the to the team now that he's been there a couple years?
1: He's brought, uh, I don't know, I mean, he. <laughs> Everything he brought a lot to the table um, I'd say the biggest thing that he's brought is determination, and he has brought belief to this program and to his players um, he came in and knew exactly what he wanted to do and he knew how talented we are and what the University of Tennessee golf can be um so he just he came in and set a new standard for what we have um he's always he's always pushing his players to be the best that they can be while and and bringing energy to the table every single day. Um, So not only is he he a great coach, but he's a great person, and he really cares about his
0: players. He sure does. And the first day you meet meet him, you feel that uh, it's just contagious. And, you know, I was really honored when he – Named the MVP award after me. You won that with Reese, and and Hunter Walcott won that before, and and we'll get to that in a minute. But Bo Andrews also, he played for for Coach Webb at at Georgia Tech, but a good player, played nationwide and all that. What does he bring to the table, that past experience playing professionally in college golf? That has to be a big benefit to you all, doesn't it? It is.
1: It's huge. I mean, Bo can play with us, and he's super competitive, so. Bo Bo knows a lot about the game and obviously he's been there as a pro golfer and a lot of the players on our team that's our ultimate goal is to play on the PGA Tour so Bo has experience with that and he's he's super easy to talk to and super easy to gather information from so it's just having Bo there with us um, not only does he serve as a great coach but he serves as a great friend as well so it's just something that we can feed off of and he lightens the mood every single day. So Bo's was, great dude and we're very thankful for him.
0: Yeah. I asked him who was the good cop and who was the bad cop. And he of course jumped up and said he was the good cop. Cause you got to have that uh, at every school. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. Bo is definitely the good cop. He, he wants to be the bad cop every once in a while,
0: but he can't do it, can he? Uh, he? <laughs> he can't really do that. That's
1: not his role right
0: now. Yeah, and it's not that Coach Webb's a bad cop. He just has to be the, a little different cop than that. But that's uh, <laughs> exactly that's the beauty of that's what makes it a great them them a great team is is the way they do those things. But uh, you know, go back last year. It's hard to believe it's almost been a year. You guys win the last tournament out in the California the roll, get ready for SECs. The season's canceled. That had to be a pretty emotional conversation you had with Coach Webb and really not knowing what was going on because of COVID.
1: Uh, It was, no doubt about it. Um, Obviously, we were able to finish off the year um, in a really good style, and we had a lot of confidence going in. We were hoping to, obviously, build momentum off of that win in San Diego. Um, But
0: it is what it is,
1: and that, that conversation that we had about this ending of the season was definitely tough um and there's a lot of uncertainty going on but we knew at the end of the day we were eventually going to be able to play golf again and we were going to come back and have the same goal that we had and just build off of what we did in san diego
0: yeah you mentioned that in, in completely different schedules now with testing and all the different protocols and things that that's really been a huge change tell us you know for the Listeners out there that don't really know, there's, tell us some of the changes that's happened now from the normal first couple of years you had to what you all have to go through now on a day-to-day basis. It's not week-to-week, it's day-to-day just to get ready to play. Say coming into the fall, because uh, you all finally find out you're going to play at the Blessings, it's going to be on the Golf Channel. What were some of the things you all had to do just to be prepared and ready to go? Um, so obviously we had
1: increased COVID testing, so we were starting to get that weekly and just making sure that we were ready to go. Um, there's also some other sacrifices that you have to make obviously. Um, you gotta be careful about what you're doing. Um, off the golf course still need to be we're trying to stay away from large crowds and all that stuff to just minimize um the possibility of us getting COVID. Um uh, because at the end of the day, Webb says it all the time, we're we're working to get this big to win a national championship and we have these expectations on ourselves um to do these things and that's just we have to sacrifice things sometimes in order to achieve these goals and obviously the college life is completely different right now um can't go to class can't do all this all the socializing but we're here to play golf at the end of the day and we understand that so we're we're taking these things the way they are and we're doing the best that we can do with them so it's, it's definitely been been a lot different than what it has been the past three years, but ultimately we're still chasing the same goals, so there's just sacrifices that you have to
0: make. Yeah, Chris Malloy, who's coached at Ole Miss, and uh, Coach Webb was under him before. He says you got to get out of your old routines, and it's hard to change routines and all that. And You mentioned class. I mean, what's class like now? I mean, so many kids are, you know, even the young kids having to be on Zoom, they're almost like you are teaching yourselves uh, compared to what it used to be like
1: correct yeah it's it's not anywhere near what it used to be it's, you got to be disciplined with your classes you got to you got to stay scheduled up and you got to be ready for what's coming because it is it is a lot harder to stay up to date with your assignments and all that stuff but we uh we're gradually moving into um having classes in person i have one class in person this semester but out of five classes all the other ones are online so it's something that is definitely difficult and a little bit more challenging, but it just sets another standard for yourself and makes you have to be organized and be ready to go.
0: Yeah, back to that time management. But let's get back to the blessings. <laughs> that is the hardest, one of the hardest golf courses I've ever played. I remember we were down playing doing the ladies' event uh, about 20 minutes from there, and I told Judy Rankin, even the driving range is hard compared to the golf course, and it it's just yeah. brutal. But you're on the golf channel. What's it like, you know, you guys get off that great start the first day. What's it like playing in front of the cameras? Because it's not like you're used to doing that on a on a week-to-week basis.
1: Right, yeah, it's definitely different. And uh, it's something that is really cool to be a part of. It wasn't too difficult for us. Um, we were able to just go about it and just play our own game. It's, it's different having them around. Um, but we did a little prep. It was nothing to like playing on the golf channel. But we had our camera crew come out. Um, the week before we left and just kind of got used to having the cameras around us. Um, so we did some little prep like that just to get ready for the cameras and everything like that. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it wasn't too difficult for us, and we didn't really add too much pressure onto ourselves just because we were playing on TV. Um, and obviously that showed, especially for some of our guys, Hunter played really well over there, and we we had a strong finish as a team.
0: Yeah, that, that's, that's a great idea to do that, to prepare you. And you also – I thought, the, not the weirdest, but the most the biggest difference is you all played together in the same group, and I've talked to coaches about that, how strange that was. It was maybe better for them to see, but you had to be disciplined not to, if one of your players was not playing well, to kind of start feeling bad for them or try to pump them up and get away from your old game. That had to be a pretty big challenge, kind of to stay in your own little world, even though you're in the same group paired together with your, your other teammates.
1: Exactly, yeah, it was, it was definitely different, and... It kind of goes back to the whole team aspect of things. You're you're not really at that point. You've got to look at it differently, and you got to know that whatever your emotions are and whatever you're doing on that golf course can affect your teammates' play as well. Um, and that was that was a big lesson for me. Whenever I was playing over there, I didn't play well, and I had to make sure my attitude was good. Um, there were times where it wasn't, um, obviously, but it's something that you learn from and. That being the first time, I was able to have have conversations with my teammates and my coaches about how to improve and what what it takes to be successful in that setting because it definitely is completely different than playing a three or foursome with guys from other teams.
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird kind of feeling, but I mean, you're right because you could bring the whole squad down, and, and and that's the hardest thing, you know, when you're by yourself, and, and compared to what that was like, and plus. You know, When you're on TV and Brant Packer, who's the biggest Tennessee Vol fan on the planet, he's producing the shows. You knew you were going to be on TV uh, at at every moment, but uh, you all played really well. You all end up having a pretty good, solid fall. As you said, you got up there and you're in the top five in the rankings. What are some of the goals for the team as the spring continues on and and get back to playing again? Yeah, I mean, we want
1: to win an SEC championship. That's, That's one of our bigger goals right now. Um and then just staying disciplined and staying committed to the process we uh we we have we have goals that we want to commit to, and uh we know how difficult they are, but we know we can achieve them so we're just going about it every single day um waking up and trying to be our best um and just be the best that we can be as a team and hold each other accountable along the way.
0: God, it's so true. Uh, and we talk about it, and you've been paired against some of the best. What makes the elite player or the top players that way? What makes them separate from the rest of the, uh, I guess not the, the average, but for the rest of the field and the rest of the players? What makes that elite player just that elite player?
1: I would say it's their discipline and their, how committed they are to the process. They, they know what they're doing every day. They have They have a plan and they're going to go out and achieve those goals that they have for that day. Um, some days it's not going to go your way, but you, as long as you've done your best and you've gone as hard as you can for that single day, I think that's the biggest thing that separates the top players from the, mid, the middle pack. Mm-hmm. Um, they're committed to the process, and they're not making things too difficult. They're Everything that they have is simple, and they're doing a lot of the same things every single day.
0: Yeah, that's so true. I mean, it's, and there's that inner drive to be great, and all those things go into making people great and separate and they want to be. But we mentioned the MVP award. Uh, you and uh, Reese got that. That had to be pretty rewarding, you know, from when you look back to your freshman year to get to this point and to know that you were, you know, voted on as one of the best players and the most valuable player. That had to be pretty cool uh, for you and Reese to get that award. Yes, It definitely was,
1: and for it to be Named after you, Jim, is, is also a great honor. Um, what you've done as a professional golfer and what you've done at the University of Tennessee is just incredible, and we're thankful that you're a VFL. Um, but, yes, it was it was really rewarding to have this come our way and to do it with Reese was also really cool. We both had a pretty solid year um, last year, and um, we went about it the same way and just pushed each other throughout the entire year
0: yeah it's so true and it it it, for uh the alum and and like you said uh it's just so cool to see y'all in the attitude and spending some time with you i wish i could spend more time with y'all because y'all man i would have kept playing if i would had your attitudes but y'all really got it together what are your personal goals uh looking forward not only just in college or maybe the future you you talked about turning pro what are some of the things you'd like to do when you finish up school uh once i finish
1: up school um First step is get on the Corn Ferry Tour. Um, And then once I've gotten on the Corn Ferry Tour, be a member of the PGA Tour um, for as long as I possibly can. That's always been a goal of mine. And it's just, I think, one of the biggest things in order for me to get to that point is just surrounding myself with the right people and uh, pushing myself each and every day. So that's one of my bigger goals. And then um, eventually get, get back to the game of golf. Um, That's something that's been a a big impact on my life, not only from a golf standpoint, but from a social standpoint and a learning standpoint. Um, So giving back to the game, maybe started, I'm actually working on starting a junior golf program in Sevier County right now um, with uh, some local pros in Sevier County. So just giving back to the community and giving back to others is,
0: another big goal of mine Well, that's so awesome that's so awesome because it's so important i mean uh they're the future of the game i mean someone did that to you someone gave you know kind of gave you that advice someone helped you along the way so you you kind of kind of pass it on and pay it forward that's no question about it but uh we appreciate you spending some time with us and uh you know i kind of like to end it whether in life or golf you you may have only one shot, and you got to make it count. You guys are making it count. You're making it count. You've got it together. We look forward, or I look forward. I'm going to cover a bunch of college golf this year, including the NCAA. So nothing be, would be sweeter to see me uh, see y'all in there in those finals, and uh, me getting to be. I'm proud of you anyway, but to be up there to be on TV talking about my uh, my balls and and you guys and how how much you've accomplished. But we appreciate you spending some time with us.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate it, and I look forward to seeing you soon.
0: All right, buddy. Go Vols.
1: Go Vols.